0: Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz.
1: While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free.
0: Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started.
1: Welcome back to another Featured Artist Spotlight. This week, I'm so excited to introduce you to Michelle Blanton. Welcome, Michelle. Hi. So glad to have you on. And Michelle, I'm going to just share a little bit about you, and then we'll jump okay. in to your story. I know it will inspire many. So Michelle is a brush lettering and pointed pen artist based out of Calera, Alabama. And you can find her on Instagram at mom. She has been doing lettering all her life, which that's fun. <laughs> her dad started her off when she, with her first fountain pen, when she was ten, and she got hooked. But you can um, also find her on Etsy. Her shop is Letters by Bama Mom four seven four. And so I'm so excited to have you here, Michelle. I know God's just been doing Thank so you. much in and through you and your creativity. And, um, you know, just, I, I'm ex- I know it'll be inspirational to our audience, but just tell us a little bit first um, about your art journey. Have you always, you know, known and, you know, that you were an artist or um, has this been something that just kind of cropped up more recently?
2: I think I've always known I was an artist per se. <clears throat> like I said, my dad would take me Way before Staples and Office Max, there was this little <laughs> store on Main Street called Jones Office Supply. Nice. And that was our our place. We would go and try out, I remember the day Rollerball Pins came out, he bought a case. <laughs> I mean, he went to Sam's once that place, you know, dissolved, um, he would get a Sam's membership and we would go to the office supply section and we would buy pens, buy the cases. And... hunt for uh, fountain pens and like I say um, and I actually have my fountain pen. Wow. The last one he got me uh, before he passed in 2012 and so this one's never too far from me and I actually enjoy writing Spencerian from a fountain pen but um, he would always he and my mom would always get me like a praying Artist kit. It, it had like crayons, oil pastels, watercolor, and all this fun stuff. And, you know, then I end, ended up getting them twice a year because I would get one for Christmas and one for my birthday in April because it was gone by then. Yeah. Uh, but my mom jokes now, you know, that I spend all this money on supplies, that if she had a nickel for every marker, pen, or pad paper she bought me growing up she would be a millionaire and right it, and it's true <laughs> I've always had a theme for textured paper and mm-hmm. I remember in high school writing notes uh to my friends on vellum and fountain pen oh fun and I still have a lot of my class notes that I did on oh. vellum. I mean I was that kid <laughs> but I loved it and my teachers were just like what are you? You know, yeah, and you know, I'm like big, I'm an artist, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never took art other than in elementary school, but I was really good friends, and she just retired. Actually, my elementary art teacher moved to the high school and finished her career out at the high school, and I would always go by there and she'll, and she'll just take art. And I was like, eh, I'm taking, you know, photography and graphic arts and dr- drafting. I wouldn't, you know, I didn't want to limit myself because taking an art class to me was, you know, it'd be fun, but I wanted to expand. And so, um, yeah, it's always been innate, but I went off to school and I was an English major. And then um, I met my husband, took seven years off after we had our four babies and went back, English major. And I took ceramics class here, a drawing class here, and yeah, you know, I could still fit it in on a college level. Um, but then after I graduated, I went into sales, and it was oh, wow. stressful. And about that time in 2012, um, 14 is when I started seeing brush lettering. Um, maybe it was like 2012, 2014. By 2015, I was in a stressful position. Um, and brush lettering became a release, a therapy. Well, I found 30 days of Bible lettering. Yes, I I
1: did the same thing
2: (laughs) and I saw what they were doing. And so I was on a hunt for anything and everything. And so I self taught myself how to do brush lettering. And when I do my classes, I always take something from 2016, 2017, 2018. And I say, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, you know yes. you're, gonna, you're gonna build on what you learn and the people you meet will influence you. And just keep going because you know I never dreamed at 45 I would be working part time in an art supply store, the largest in the state of Alabama.
1: Wow. Teaching
2: classes there, teaching classes at a winery here locally, and then several libraries. So and then last night, I had a friend send me a message. Hey, could you do a sips and strokes at my house with eight of my friends? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, it's God is so good in the sense of, you know, financially walking away from a full time salary plus commission job in January was scary, and it's not easy. It's still not easy, um, but there's little pieces of diamond in this journey that is enough to keep me going. And yeah. so, you know, the joke, not the joke, but the theme of my house is we're building an empire. Yeah. So we're working <laughs> on my um, art studio office downstairs, which used to be the playroom. My youngest is 16. We don't need a playroom. Right. So he was, put- my husband was putting in a doorway and, um, finishing it out. And I was like, let's take a break. Yes. No, we're building the empire. We have to keep on And so, he's a school teacher. So "His <laughs> summer's off. And okay. So build the empire this week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And I love that because, you know, it, you had to take that, you know, you took that big step of faith. And I, I just remember it was like, there's some really hard times and yet these um, breakthroughs and these opportunities, that are coming as a result of you beginning just to pray and trust God but also put yourself right. out there and you know now you have an Etsy shop as well yeah. and so you have multiple streams Thanks of you. yes yay multiple streams of income coming yeah. in now as an artist and in a job that's not as stressful mm-hmm. that's actually fulfilling and
2: <laughs> fun fun arts all day
1: yes and, I, mean, I mean
2: fabulous artist
1: Yeah. How fun is that? And so, um, did you ever hesitate though, to, to take your creativity and turn it into a business? Was there any point where you were just kind of like,
2: yeah. Um, because it's kind of, it's kind of looked at as a fad and I was watching John, uh, John Chris has a little wedding thing and it says, Oh yeah. I heard she, you know, started Etsy shop. She does brush calligraphy, and then it was something like, I forget what it said, but it's a joke and it's, you know, I could see that because everybody in their mother, no pun intended, is <laughs> doing it. But it's like, even now I don't feel like I've reached that potential mm-hmm. and you know, you never stop learning. And that's what I tell my kids. I'm like, you know, don't let circumstance or other people influence you to what your heart is doing you know, inside you and it wants to grow, it wants to learn. And the passage that UNCJ said on um about being creative. Is it Peter or Mark 410? Um I'd have to look it up. I I'd have to look you- but my um I based a small group on it this spring on that verse and we're doing just DIY projects here at my house with, I think I'm up to seven ladies and we're just going to create and pray and, you know, enjoy fellowship. And it's all based. And I said, you know, the Lord gave us creativity, some yeah. of us more than others, but we'll get it through, you know, we'll, we'll have fun and do it. So yeah. that hesitation was there definitely. And it took me cause I really felt since last May, a calling, um, and then I stumbled upon, um, you and, um, just really didn't have the money to invest into the course Etsy Entrepreneur, but it was one of those scenes that I was like, okay, but don't go out to eat. If I don't have coffee, if I don't have, you know, a couple of little things, I can, I can make it work. And I did. And before I knew it, I had sold like three chalkboards and paid for it. Yeah, um, that's so awesome. Knew, and he answered because that first chalkboard, I didn't advertise. I didn't. So we just said, "Hey, I know you're kind of creative. Can you do a chalkboard for my grandson's <laughs> first birthday?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and I priced it way too low, of course. We
1: all tend to do that in the beginning.
2: <laughs> and um, so, but you know, like this last week, I did a piece. And it was a 3d multimedia piece and I set a price and they didn't blink. And I was like, I think I probably went too low on that. But but, you know, it was a challenging piece. I had to use modeling clay and some other media on a wooden canvas, impose a photograph and hand letter a, a quote on it. And so it turned out great. They loved it. And, um, I put a business card on the inside of the back of it. So we'll see where that goes. But just, you know, having the confidence, I think, is yes. the main thing. Confidence is huge. And if you don't have a supportive team behind you, you know, I've got a, a packing team, a labeling team, a shipping team, and they all live here in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: going to say, are they the Blanton team? <laughs>
2: they are the Blanton the, the brunch. Blanton
1: Lant bunch. There you go.
2: So, um, I even have a, another marketer up in, up in North Alabama. She's marketing me um, to all of her, you know, shorty friends. So just, you never know who you're going to yes. meet that has unlimited influence on another group of people. And you know, there's, I did pamper chef when mm. I was having the family and it's you know it was my mom time I could go and have adult time and make money right. <laughs> and pay for ballet and a cell phone back then with no data um and a van but I used to say there's about a three percent of commonality that I share with y'all in the room and that y'all share with each other and if you think about the population of this county which is you know I forget how big but Um, if you only know 3%, why wouldn't you have a show and meet 6% or, you know, expand because you never know who you're going to invite that needs the extra income and will pay for, you know, things. It'll be a blessing to them. And so that's the first hurdle, in my opinion, is walking away to the safety net of salary plus commission for me healthcare, (laughs) and and just living the life that God has, you know, designed for me, and it's hard, and, but it's so rewarding, because I do get to still go to, you know, my job, I mean, I spent two hours putting together Frederick Easel's yesterday, I mean, yeah, it's not rocket science, and then, you know, when someone comes in asking about brush calligraphy, or pointed pen, or paper, or, you know, anything like that,
1: they say, "Oh, hey, Michelle, that's you. You're up. Yeah. yeah, do a demo. Yeah, it's um. You've said a lot of things in there that um. I think are are worth just touching on. Is, you know, that initially, you know, you said you didn't think that you had the money to invest in Etsy entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but you found ways to say, okay, if I don't have this extra coffee, if I don't go out to eat here, if I don't do this, and I really believe that my husband, and I always say, we always find a way." um, to get what we want, you know, (laughs) typically, unless you're just living in poverty in another, you know, we've been missionaries, so we know that there are people, but typically in the United States, you know, and I understand there's tough times we've had tough times, Mm -hmm. but the very first time I invested in a coach, I mean, it was tight and I didn't think I had the money. Um, I took the payment plan and I was like, okay, Lord, um, it's going to be really tight. We looked for ways to cut back. So that we didn't put it on a credit card, but it really made the difference in the shift in my business to where it is today. And so sometimes it takes sacrifice, I guess, is what, what I, what I heard you saying there in that, um, you know, sometimes there's a sacrifice, but then you also talked about having a team and not doing it by yourself. Like even if you're recruiting your family in the beginning, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, my husband helps me with the shipping in my Etsy shop. And so, you know, um, having a team and, you know, when you can, you know, getting to the place where you could hire someone for just a couple hours a week, even having a team to support you and then to just really take advantage of the opportunities that you do have. So when an opportunity opens, take advantage of that opportunity and then see what will follow up like with your chalkboards, you know, you, you did that first one and then, you know, you post about it. People start mm-hmm. seeing you do it. They want one and it, it snowballs into more and more. Right. <laughs> and well, then
2: you're- I've got it down to, if someone wants a chalkboard, if I don't have it on hand, I can make one. My husband can frame it. Although his labor is really high. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm prepared to take orders on the fly now, which my processing went from seven to 10 days to one to three days.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And you, you improve and you learn as you Mm -hmm. go. But then, um, the other thing I think that is so neat for you is that you've actually built up several, you know, multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. So you have your Etsy shop, which you're doing commissions. You have some prints and things you learned, you know, um, to do all that, but then you're teaching, um, you said you were teaching in a library system as well as Mm -hmm. a winery, as well as Mm -hmm. now the place where you work. Right. Art store. So you have multiple places you're teaching, but then you also have this part time job at an art store. And so, you know, that could potentially bring (laughs) um, different um, things in. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, one step at a time. And it it Uh does take so much courage to put yourself out there. Um, Uh You know, what would you say to an artist if, you know, they're just kind of at the beginning and they're feeling discouraged and things. Haven't really opened up for them right now. Do you have any advice for them?
2: I would say, um, if you're just starting out and you know you do good work, you accept the compliments. Yeah, it's so hard to accept the compliments because sometimes you think, okay, they just know me and love me anyway. Right. They <laughs> like this. Let me find someone that doesn't know me and doesn't, you know. My mama says I'm delightful, but not everyone else thinks so. So you know, if I put this in front of a stranger and I say, what do you think? You know, honest. And I've done that. I've sent my stuff to total strangers that follow me on Instagram. And I've just put myself out there and said, okay, what would you change about this? Would you pay money for this? And they, and I take their feedback to heart. Once you get over that and you build that confidence, go to your local library, ask them, Hey, are you interested in your patrons learning brush lettering, folk calligraphy, something basic? I mean, just the basic strokes to build on other classes. Nine times out of 10, they will say yes if they have it in their budget. Like, I have two libraries right now that are budgeting my classes into their annual budgets. Yeah, that's awesome. That high in demand, and they don't want to lose me. A friend of a friend said, "You know, you should really try the winery out by your house. It's less than two miles from my house." And I, I, went on the website. I filled out the contact form. Within twenty minutes, the wife, the husband had gotten the contact form. Wife called me as she was getting her children and her groceries out of her car and said, <sighs> "Yes, how many times can you come? Yes, and I her at six." starting June 20th. Once I got those scheduled and on the book, so I had the library, the winery. Then I had, you know, friends that aren't necessarily on Instagram. And so I do have a Facebook page for Bama Mom 4104 because, you know, certain people just are not on Instagram or Snapchat. Right. And I, I do have my daughter send stuff out on Snapchat for me. I do Snapchat every once in a while, but I don't I don't focus on it. Um, so I think once you build a confidence, go out and be your own marketer, print up some, you know, draw, design your own business cards, send them to Vistaprint or somewhere, get them printed and hand us out like confetti. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what do you have to lose?
1: Exactly. You know, and one, like you said, one contact, one key contact could open up so many things. And I think it's really smart to find strategic partnerships like the winery, you know, mm-hmm. people could come, you know, then they have a cup of wine, kind of like the paint and wine, like right. things with this lettering and mm-hmm. people are looking, businesses are looking for ways to bring in customers. So if you can bring yeah. in customers for them, that's a win-win for everyone. But you know, when you're, um, and then it wasn't even your idea. Somebody else even mentioned it to you, but right. you, you took action on the idea. Mm-hmm. You. Fill out the contact form. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have to just, you know, take action and just see like, you know, throw spaghetti on the wall, see what will stick. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what, And you said in the beginning, some people think it's a fad. Well, you know what, it's a business. And yeah. you, even if brush lettering is a fad, you pivot, you shift, there, mm-hmm. you know, once you're out there, once you're doing things, once you have experience, mm-hmm. you can start doing so many other things. And for right now, I don't see it going away anytime soon.
2: And actually, (laughs) um, I'm starting myself, I'm starting a a watercolor technique class, sketching, drawing a dear friend of mine that I didn't even, I knew she did oil pastels and stuff like that. And she's a portrait artist. She and her husband were our Sunday school teachers 22 years ago. She now has all of her children out of the house and she has a studio and she's a great artist. She teaches classes to homeschoolers, and she asked me to come and teach handwriting cursive to homeschoolers. So, for the fall, I will actually be teaching handwriting, cursive, and some other fun stuff to high schoolers um, because they don't get it, you know. Right, Um, yes, and so it's opening up in the winery. Doing that contact form and jumping out and you know just exposing myself for I didn't know what I prayed <laughs> so far, before so I hit send. That opens up weddings and events, which they yes. do at their winery. They meet brides, brides. Yes, envelope dressing. They need those the gilded mirror. Um. And that gilded mirror can be a seating chart or a program. Yes. And so when I go and meet her before the class um, to, you know, kind of lay out things, I can offer all my other services to the brides because that's a lucrative yes market. It is. It's not going to be a fad because brides right. will always happen. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why I take, copper plate calligraphy classes and I invest in learning more on watercolor and drawing and just composition and things of that nature. You know, join your local calligraphy guild. You know, ours is $25 a year.
1: I think ours is the same, like $25 a year. And it's so fun just to be around other lettering artists. And so I think a good takeaway from what you've been saying is start local. Mm -hmm. Like don't feel like you have to have thousands of followers on Instagram to be successful. Right. Um, you can start local and have a really highly successful and even profitable business because not everyone can be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so you can become the expert in your town, yeah. in your area, in for the brides in your area, you know? And so um, I love that because I think everyone listening, you have an opportunity right where you live <laughs> yes. and, or the surrounding towns that are within mm-hmm. driving distance, look there. Don't be just, you know, folks so focused on... Um, online or vanity metrics or, you know, these things that likes and followers and all these things that we get right. caught up in. Also make sure you're networking and and connecting with your local mm-hmm. area. But um, you did take my Etsy entrepreneur course. And so tell us just a little bit of
2: what did that course do for you? Oh my gosh, Shelly, okay. that class was amazing because it, I'm not a technical person in the sense of I still can't figure out how to link up Linktree. Um, (laughs) Our dear friend Kim is going to help me after this set up my Linktree. Okay, good. Get help, right? Get help. (laughs) Get help. Ask for help. Um, I knew the possibilities on Etsy. I had shopped Etsy since it started. Um, And so I knew the puzzle pieces. I just couldn't put it together. Mm. And so I took the class and had no idea about drop printer, drop, drop ship shipping. printers. Yeah. I had no idea that one was in my backyard, 12 miles away. In That's Helena. right. That's right. Yeah. And I went to them and I got samples and I just talked to them because I, I did like to, you know, just go in. Hey, I'm a you know. If you're 12 miles away, my goodness, why exactly. not? And so, um, I did, you know, learn that process and then just the process of digitalizing my art. Right. The two pieces that are above my shoulder, the two small Mm -hmm. ones and, and the large one, I actually have scanned in and those are prints available on a coffee mug, a fanny pack, you know, whatever, you know, is available. Um, I make it available and I haven't. You know, really sold a lot of those. A lot of what I'm selling are my chalkboards. I'll reserve those, even if it's local. I'll reserve yeah. it on Etsy to build up my shop. But yeah. I also I do a ton of greeting cards, and I, a lot of times I'll do them um, freehand on you know paper, pen, marker, watercolor. But a lot of times I'll do them in Procreate. Yeah. And I'll um, I've got my next door neighbor is a, a digital graphic artist and instead of paying for uh photoshop she's like just send them to me it's a you know it's a five second process yeah and so i'll just shoot her my designs and she'll vector them for me and Mm -hmm. switch them over you know the way that most printers like them so just reaching out and asking and i do ask Mm -hmm. her opinion a lot what do you think of this what can i change on this and she helps because that's what she does for a living yeah.
1: Um, do you think it helped having um, just a community of people and just definitely. being able to know like other people are doing this mm-hmm. and you can do
2: this? <laughs> yes. the The course itself again gave me confidence. Um, it gave me the knowledge, but then it gave me the support of other people taking the course, and then of course you, which you're invaluable, um, and. I just cannot say enough about it because, and I'm a member of a few uh, Etsy groups on Facebook, and I'm like, y'all, just take this course, just yeah. take this course. <laughs> y'all have all these questions, and I'll say something like, I use a dropship printer, and they're like, what? What's, What's that? that? Yeah. <laughs> Come message me, and I will teach you the ways. You know. So it's just there's so much knowledge out there mm. that you know I compartmentalize. And I kind of set boundaries for myself, not meaning to. So when I see you on there saying, this is all you do, it's as easy as one, two, three. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you know, and so. And I think for
1: you, what I've seen is also, it's just like, just taking that step and investing in that course, uh investing in you, investing in your art, it really helped you to start to focus on that, and to really start looking for what opportunities are available. And so sometimes there's just something amazing that happens when you just take that step of investing in your Mm -hmm. dreams, investing in yourself and your business. And, you know, who knows, the sky really is the limit. And it'll just be exciting to see what God does. And we may have to bring you on again once things um, (laughs) are in a different place for you. But uh, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Definitely Instagram. Um, I have uh, Bama Mom four seven four, which is a little bit of art, a little bit of essential oils, a little bit of family, a little bit of just my kookiness because yeah. I yeah. am an extrovert, um, and so I never meet a stranger. Um, yeah. And then I have letters by my letters by Bama Mom is my art only. I may sneak a cute kid picture in there. Um, my son just graduated and it was his birthday. So you're going to see your blue eyed kid, which, you know, we call him, you know, FedEx. Um, but you know, I'll sprinkle some stuff in there, but more than likely it's just my, my stuff that I'm creating daily. And that's another thing. Do it daily. Mm -hmm. It, yeah, I just read an article.
1: Yes. I just read an article that said that, um, even if you're not good at it, like creating for about 45 minutes a day will, mm-hmm. you know, scientifically has proven that it will increase your mood. It will change, mm-hmm. you know, things for you. And it's like, even if you're not good at it yet, you know, like yeah. I found that Practice makes progress. Yeah. But even like, and then when you are, it's like that, consistent practice that's the only way that you're really going to develop the skill and like you said showing the differences between the Mm -hmm. years it's like it's incredible for all of us that have been consistent so thank you so much for sharing your inspiring problem. go check out Michelle connect with her message her let her know you heard her on the podcast (laughs) um letters by Bama mom and Michelle we're just excited to see where all of this takes you thank you any final words for our listeners?
2: Just do it. I'll borrow from Nike. Yes. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but yep. just do it. Yep. it. Even if it's a small step that they can do today, go mm-hmm. to your like, local library. Go to, if you have a winery or a arts and crafts store, um, go and offer your services. I went to a donut shop that's opening um, up the road and I said, Off to your chalkboard for your sidewalk if you'll feed me donuts yeah they have a patio wow. out back and that would be the perfect place to do a class there you go so you know they're not losing anything except a couple of donuts right or so doesn't yeah. so you know whatever it takes to you know get the chalkboard done um yeah. but there was nothing and what's so funny is my intern agent is next door to them. And I worked there for a little while before I figured out the insurance was not for me. Um, but she had told them after I left, y'all really need to capitalize on that. I pay for what she does for me. You, you just have to give her donuts. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's opportunities out there. You just have to kind of wipe your eyes and clear, you know, the view.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, just um, take the step. Even if it, if it's, if you feel afraid, do it afraid. Like you said, just do it, um, in the beginning. Yeah. Be willing to do some barters, be willing to get your work Mm -hmm. out there for, you know, and, and to do things, make sure it's worth your while and make sure you're not spreading yourself too thin, but strategic (laughs) partnerships are, is really where it's at and relationships. So it sounds like you're doing a wonderful job at that. Keep that up. I know even if you just make, um, one new relationship, a month or two new, you know, it's like it will just continue to snowball for for you into opportunities that um, you can't even see right now. So, <laughs> well, I mean,
2: we we just started a new month, so print out a calendar and write something to do every day or once a week. Challenge yourself and hold yourself accountable. And you know, it's on the calendar. You got to do it if it's on the calendar.
1: Yeah, and I just um. We, we just launched a private Facebook group for Etsy Entrepreneur and uh-huh. every Monday I'm starting a post called Courageous Artist and asking really? you to post one courageous thing you're going to do this week and then Friday I check in with you. How'd it I'm go? <laughs> and so if you're I'll in Etsy <laughs> yeah, Entrepreneur, take advantage of that accountability and the, it's just yeah. the um, excitement that, you know, it builds when you see what other people are doing and, um, it is so true. There is something very powerful that mm-hmm. happens when you just take one small courageous step at a time, even if it's just like Michelle said, one small thing, go do it today. We yeah. are cheering you on. And thank you so much for being here, Michelle. I appreciate thank it Thank
2: you for having me.
1: All right. Bye bye, everyone. Bye. Before you leave, I wanted to share with you a free gift. I have a free training called How You Can Earn a Full-Time Income as an Artist, a $97 value for free, and you can sign up for that free gift at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artistincome. And if you've wanted to turn your passion for art into income, then this training is for you. So you're going to learn 10 real-life examples of what's working today to earn money money as an artist. They're real-life case studies. I'm going to share with you how diversifying your income can help you grow your art business much faster. You may struggle if you're relying on one income stream only. You'll learn how to sell your artwork online, the specific partnerships you should consider as an artist, and two passive income streams that can be very profitable. And the cool thing is that artists that have taken this free training are getting results. For example, Valerie Lynn said 10 days after watching the webinar, she had already sold $400 worth of art. And Shannon Santamaria said that after watching the webinar, she took the risk and took her work to a boutique and sold over half of her items. What do you have to lose? There are so many opportunities for us as artists today. Sign up for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income. And then let me know your takeaways and your results. Tag me at your creative adventure. I can't wait to help you make money as an artist doing what you love. This is Shelly Hitz. Thank you so much for joining me in this free training.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelley Hits, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art.
1: If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day goal-setting worksheets, a $47 value, for free.
0: We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the Kingdom of Heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.